It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Podcast, coast to coast, border to border. On tune in, iTunes. Radio Loyalty. Yes, indeed. The great radio loyalty. And you can find us online, JiggyJaguar.com. JiggyJaguar.com, of course, is uh, where you can get our app. Go ahead and download that today and check us out online. We've got a great guest coming up here in just a few moments. And uh, StudentLoanPitching.com is going to help us bring those folks to you. Do you want to pay off your student loans in 30 days? studentloanpitching.com is the number one site to get your student loans paid off in a full or less than $3 a month with our no commitment guarantee you can cancel anytime the goal is to ease the burden of the student loan debt if your credit has been ruined paycheck garnished and cannot obtain a home or car loan we are here for you. Let's team together to strike out student loan debt one pitch at a time. Go to www.studentloanpitching.com or myslploan.com to join. Also, for the month of September, someone will win $100 cash. Yee, heard it right. $100 cash. Sign up at www.studentloanpitching.com. That's studentloanpitching.com. That's S-T-U-D-E-N-T-T-C-H-I-N.com. Studentloanpitching.com. And tell them, you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. Dr. David, how are you? It's James Lowe calling you for your radio interview. How are you, sir? Uh, I'm fine. How are you? Pretty good, actually. I'm glad we were able to get you on today. We have got a great guest joining us today here on Skype Audio, the fantastic Dr. David Hogberg. He's with us today talking about Medicare's Victims, brand new book that he has out there. Now, um, the Senate's Lower Health Care Cost Act repeats the worst features of Obamacare. Break this down for us, Dr. David. I'm we, sorry, hello? Uh, I, I was saying, tell us about your book, Dr. David. Oh, well, thank you for having me. Well, tell us a little bit about your book, Dr. David. We want to know all about your book, Doctor. Um, there's a huge echo in the background, and I'm having some trouble understanding what you're saying. Uh, forgive me. Uh, no problem. We'll hang up and call you back. Dr. David Hogberg with us today. We're going to take a time out and come back. If you're over the age of 50 and considering buying an annuity in the next 60 days, I have some important news for you. Don't buy an annuity until you understand the pros and cons of annuities. A free book to help you maximize your retirement income from television host and three-time author Josh Melberg. Here's uh, Victims. Um, that actually came out in 2015. It is still available on Amazon.com. 
And basically, I got uh, initially got the urge to write it. Uh, I was, you know, studying healthcare policy, and one of the things that always uh, intrigued me was why Medicare uh, was such a popular program, given that you know government-run healthcare programs are usually, you know, um, uh, you know, not particularly good. You you end up with wait wait times and all sorts of other problems. So why was Medicare popular? And as I dug into it, I realized that. Um, the main reason it was popular is that its main beneficiaries, those over age 65, uh, have a great deal of political power. For example, people aged 65 to 74 vote at rates higher than almost any other group, and that translates into a lot of political power. Um, and of course, you know, members of Congress are going to make sure that you know Medicare uh, satisfies um, you know seniors um, as much as possible because you know politicians don't want. Uh, you know, a lot of angry seniors showing up to uh, uh, the ballot box on, on election day. Uh, however, if you start looking at groups that uh, in Medicare that do not have that kind of political power, such as the disabled, you find kind of a, a different story. Uh, the disabled, for example, can get access to Medicare, but they have to endure a two-year waiting period. Some of them are uninsured during that, that period. They can incur very heavy medical bills. And... Um, you know, why is it that, um, uh, you know, that two-year wait period has been there since really the, the early 1970s when they let uh, the disabled on Medicare? Well, it's because the disabled don't have anywhere near that kind of power when it comes to Medicare. They don't vote at rates as high as, anywhere near as high as seniors do. And, um, you know, they, they, they're, they're, um, the groups that lobby for the disabled, their efforts are kind of scattered and focused. That is that there are over 100 different programs at the federal level for disabled uh, groups, but uh, for seniors, there's really only two, two programs that concern them, uh, Social Security and Medicare. So it's much easier uh, for groups like the AARP and others that lobby on behalf of seniors to, to stay focused. And I think that's kind of the lesson that you want to take into, into consideration when, um, you know, the Democrats and others on the political left talk about Medicare for all, uh, which is, you know, really nationalized health care. Um, you know, if you are one of the groups that does not have political power under that program, uh, you're going to suffer, and you really don't want to end up suffering when it comes to a health care program, because that means you're going to suffer a lot. So uh, that's really what I would take away from, uh, among other things, but one of the main lessons I would take away from that book that is relevant to, uh, to you know, especially the current presidential campaign. We have got a great guest with us today. Dr. David Hogberg is with us today, former senior fellow at the National Center for Public Policy Research. He's also the author of Medicare's Victims, How the U.S. Government's Largest Health Care Programs Harms Patients and Impairs Physicians. Now, Give us a, a little bit more about the book. Uh, what was the writing process for this incredible book, Dr. David Hogberg? Oh, goodness. Um, wow. <laughs> it, was, it was a long, long project, and it was a lot of research because I, I didn't want to just write a dry policy book. I actually wanted to do interviews with patients and doctors and so forth who had struggled with, with Medicare, and it was... Um, you know, showing up at various conferences, say, for the disabled, uh, really keeping my eye on stories about, uh, uh, you know, people who struggled on, under Medicare. Uh, I got on some lists that uh, uh, doctors, you know, um, online, like email lists that doctors were involved with and, and uh, found people that way. 
Um, you know, and it was just, uh, it was a very long process, um, and, you know, not one that uh, <laughs> I'm eager to repeat, but um, that was basically the writing process for it, and, um, uh, you know, I am glad I did it. We've got Dr. David Hogberg with us today, a former senior fellow at the National Center for Public Policy Research. He's also the author of Medicare's Victims. He's with us today here on the telephone. Now, this book, incredibly well written. Talk to me about some of the different reviews you've gotten on the book so far. Oh, I've gotten a few reviews. I mean, uh, um, you know... uh, um uh, Dr. Um, uh, John Goodman, who's done healthcare from for for conservatives, healthcare policy for years, gave it a nice little blurb. Um, I got a few others. Um, you know, the book is not. You know, it's it's a Medicare book. I mean, it, it's not going to make a huge splash in terms of of people being um, uh, interested in it. But I did get some nice reviews, and that's that's always satisfying. We've got a great guest with us today. Uh, Dr. David Hogberg is with us today. He has got Medicare victims, and he joins us today here on our big program. Now, this book, you've put a lot of time and effort into this. Uh, what do you want readers to take away from your writing? Um, well, I think one of the, the, the things that I just mentioned, that you know, if you don't have political power uh, under a health care program, then chances are... You know, when you get sick, you will find that that, you know, health care program does not serve you well. Uh, I think the second thing I would have them take away is that, you know, eventually we, we, it would be good to reform Medicare in a way that facilitates uh, markets in health care. And uh, my Chapter 10 goes into the reform uh, ideas that I, that I put forward on that. And I think, you know, maybe one other thing that they, they should take away is that um, we should look Two reforms that are introduced that are that are market uh, oriented in all healthcare policy in all aspects of, of healthcare markets, uh, simply because you know we have too much government involvement in our healthcare system, and uh, to get lower prices, lower costs in healthcare, and better quality, we really do need uh, uh, freer markets in healthcare. We've got a great guest with us today. Dr. David Hogberg joins us here in our broadcast, Medicare Victims, How the U.S. Government's Largest Health Care Programs Harms Patients and Impairs Physicians. He joins us today here on the telephone. Now, this book, you've put a lot of time and effort into this. Um, what are some of the different reviews, some of the different feedback and criticism maybe you've gotten on the book? Um, well, uh, you know, um Certainly, David Catron of um, uh, the American Spectator, uh, his, he, he gave it a very nice review. Uh, it's still out there. Um, uh, uh, gosh, I'm trying to remember who else gave a review. It's, it's been a little while. Um, you know, I, I, I've gotten a little bit of criticism uh, with regard to, uh, you know, uh, um, you know, maybe that I was overstating my case or something like that. You know, the usual stuff that you that you get from from the political left. But um, that was really about it on the reviews and, and criticism. Well, what's next for you as an author? Well, um, I just recently um, wrote a piece for the American Thinker about a, another piece of legislation in front of the uh, the, the Senate called the Lower Health Care Costs Act. And I'm warning people that that could be a repeat of Obamacare, that uh, it could result in patients losing their doctors in the sense that um, 
that their doctors will not be covered by their health plans. And what the bill purports to do is to protect patients from unexpected medical bills that result when they receive emergency care from providers who are, not, who are out of network. That is, their insurance plan does not cover them. And to do this, the bill imposes a price control on insurers. It forces them to pay the median price they pay for a service. Um, so let's say you end up in the hospital and your physician comes by to check on you. If that visit is not covered, then the insurer will pay the median price that it pays to all physicians in its net network for that visit. Well, when you think about it, this provides, uh, gives two perverse incentives to insurers to get rid of their more uh, higher-priced providers. First, by eliminating higher-priced doctors from their networks, then the median price they pay for doctor services will drop. Second, by eliminating those higher-priced doctors from their networks, those doctors become out of network. So a patient goes to see one of those doctors, the insurer now only has to pay them the much lower median price and not the, the higher uh, price that they were paying. And basically, if this happens, if this bill becomes law, you know, you're going to see a repeat of, of Obamacare, of, you know, the promise, uh, what happened with the promise of, you know, if you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. No, you ended up with health plans that, you know, many people found that their doctors were not covered. And this bill uh, threatens a, a repeat of that. Well, I appreciate you making time for us today. Our next guest is calling. I've got to go, but uh, I appreciate it, my friend. Well, thank you for having me. Thanks for joining us. There he goes, Dr. David Hogberg. We've got more coming up. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.